Welcome to the self-evident podcast. Welcome. Wait, how did I go from German to Russian? Anywho, guys, it's, it's all the same. Good morning. It's all the same. Good morning. Murdered. Notice Mexican with tan, white boy not tan. With no tan. <laughs> ghost. <laughs> we got Cas- Mexican ghost. Yeah, we got Casper, Burt Marshmallow. It's all good, right? It's like all the all the good things. You would think I'm Irish. But it's not true. It's not true. Guys, I'm, I'm not Irish, despite what all they say. <laughs> all of them. Yeah. His last name is Sonneveld, not, yeah. not O'Sonneveld. O'Sonneveld. <laughs> it's, it's, anywho. I'd rather go by O'Sonneveld. That'd be cool. Why not? Imagine O'Compost. You, you can't tell me I can't. O'Compost and O'Sonneveld. It's Irish. It's St. Paddy's Day for us today on the 24th of July. Well, guys, welcome to Self-Evident Podcast. You got Massey and Mike. You also got Easy E in the house. Represent. Um, he, he's he's there, doing the things. He's, he's, he's flipping there. the buttons. Look, he's flipping the buttons. He's doing. I have a mic. I got no one else here with me though. I don't know if he wants a cookie for that, or if that's just a brag point. Or I'm saying I'm lonely. Oh, you're lonely. I'm so lonely. I could cry. I'm so lonely. Anywho, guys, welcome this morning to the, I keep forgetting this part. Subscribe, get on the Click subscriptions. The yeah. Do the buttons. Click the bell. Do the stuff on YouTube. and the things with the, uh, cause then it reminds you uh, that we're live. Also guys, check us out on rumble. We're live on rumble as well. Yes, we are. I don't know if we're live on Instagram. I don't even, I didn't even check that. Also, um, Facebook is growing, but our numbers, uh, it's weird how they do it. We did, we went live the other night. We had like nine people, 10 people yeah. at one time, as far as like, they came on at once and it said we had like a view. Yeah. Uh, so then all of a sudden it started to grow in, in, in the people watching and said we had two views, which, you know, it is what it is. I don't care. Just don't trust the algorithms. That's really what we're saying because it was proven. I, I pointed out to Massey as soon as we got done. I was like, did you notice we consistently had eight, nine, 10, 12 people watching? It says two views. <laughs> like, I don't know how you do that math, Facebook, but sure, go for it. You do what you need to do. Yeah. To do it. Do anyway, it. we love you. Thanks for tuning in this early morning. We got a few minutes to discuss a lot of these different topics, but this mm-hmm. morning we're going to be talking about something really cool, uh, something that's always near and dear to my heart and, and Mike's heart especially. But this morning we're going through some news bits. We're going to go real fast through the bits of the news. Got our counter? I do now. <laughs> All right. Three, two, one. All right. Vivek. He passes Pence. That's amazing. That's right. So Vivek has now passed Mike Pence in the GOP primary, according to Real Clear Politics National Polls Average. Vivek has 5.9. Pence has 5.7. This means Ramaswamy. Love saying that. Is Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy. Third behind DeSantis and number two. And Trump is heavy at number one for now. Anybody? Good? Cool. I mean, five percent that's <laughs> that's a long I mean, shot dude, off. i mean you pass pence a dog could pass pence i think at this point seriously t- when tucker I would, yeah i would dude, rather vote i mean for he was already done but when tucker crushed him whew, you i see am, that thing yes With, oh my gosh he I crushed him so glad that tucker he did crushed him good for him it it proved totally hey, everybody pence is just a shill here totally you know totally. It, he's one of the rhinos yep and 
you and I were talking about, I, I really do think all of these charges and everything against Trump, that it's not going to make it easy for him. And DeSantis seems to be on a downward trend. So Vivek 2024, I guess. Vivekki. We're not endorsing. Vivekki, Vivekki. <laughs> I don't don't know. Well, whatever. Yeah. Number two, New York Times admits that we were right all along. Holy what? We were right. That's just like my wife saying I'm right. You got to put that in the calendar. I know. The New York Times. Now, they won't tell us that we were right. They won't come out (laughs) and say it. But they they said the quiet part out loud. Yeah. This is how they do it. Upon further investigation, <laughs> uh, it seems that the right was right, and they weren't conspiracy theorists, nutbags like we once originally said they were, just to get us off their propaganda tail. But in a couple of months, we'll go back to how conspiracy theorists they are, <laughs> and we'll keep doing what we've been doing all. And along. those same QAnon supporters went to go watch yes. Sound of Freedom, <laughs> which is really just uh, uh, porn for the right wing. <laughs> What there was that, what was that meme you said? It was it said the left boycotts oh, a song yeah. and becomes number one, but the right boycotts a beer and they lose like thirty billion dollars. Yeah. It's like that's so good. Hey left, just just a little little hinty hinty to you. Yeah, you don't have the numbers. No. Do you remember Chick Fil A when you were like, we're gonna boycott Chick Fil A? Chick Fil A blew <laughs> the numbers out of the roof. Then you're like, we're gonna boycott Sound of Freedom. Blows the numbers out of the roof. <laughs> If you want something to go away, don't talk about it. Because we're going to decimate you in the market. <laughs> Just saying. So, so what did the New York Times admit? They stated, the official number of COVID deaths is probably an exaggeration. Because it includes some people who had the virus when they died, even though it was not the underlying cause of death. No way. No. Oh, motorcycle crash anybody dude you know what we should do with these we should go back and do all the podcasts we said about oh, this i know you seriously we, from the beginning from the from the we, jump we were saying dude we've been right they continued other cdc data suggests that almost one third of official recent covid deaths have fallen into this category a study published in the journal clinical infectious diseases came to similar conclusions mind you the article I was reading, just in case you were wondering, reports in 2021, Italy, with one of the highest pandemic death counts in the world, recalculated its numbers and concluded that only 2.9% of COVID deaths could be exclusively wow. blamed on the virus, which is very wow. similar to what so- the CDC was saying of 94% of the cases had comorbidities. Wow. 2.9! So they're saying 97% of the deaths were just... We we can't say they were COVID. <laughs> what bombshell? Or in Italy, that was a bombshell. <laughs> I think was that was right? French. <laughs> yeah, you're I right. Think that was French. I'm trying to think of. Uh, that's a more. Right, yeah, I'm spacing. When the moon hits your eye like a bigger pizza pie, that's a bombshell. There you go. Yeah, warming up up the pipes here, Here boys. Number three, Fox News donates to all the wrong things. It has now come out that Fox News is willing to match donations up to $1,000 to causes that its employees are donating to. Guess what those causes are? Uh, The Satanic Temple, Trevor Project, (laughs) Planned Parenthood, and SPLC. Thank you, Fox News. Now, not allowed to be 
approved. Timcast.com reports the network will not don't. Why did I just lose my mic? You didn't. I lost my headphones or something. What happened? It basically said they're not allowed to be approved. Timcast reported that the network will not donate to organizations that are private and non-operating or political, religious, or fraternal in nature. I want to know. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait. I want to know how the Satanic Temple is not religious. Oh, yeah. SPLC, they're pretty daggum political. political. Uh, Planned Parenthood, definitely political and religious. Right. Um, You know, it just, this is what's so dumb. They can cloak themselves in a non-religious way. Right. Right. The the Satanists move, they're they're all about religious practice. So, I, I mean, if you couldn't tell, Fox wasn't a good company even when Glenn Beck left. I mean, right. there's a reason he left and, and he had a huge following. And now that they're, they're like, they're not even owned by who is it? Rupert Murdoch or whatever. It's owned by his sons. Now and his sons are, are left wing. He said, he said, uh, Glenn Beck said heirs that was running. Yeah. It. He knew what he was doing. Like he yeah. did appeal to the base and right. he knew he, he had to appeal to now it's all controlled by and and i don't think i i think conservatives are starting to catch up especially with the firing of tucker carlson but at the end of it it's like this is it guys like they are controlled opposition at this point they are telling you the narrative that they want you to hear and make you feel better about your conservative values truth all the while allowing their employees to donate and matching to groups like the Satanic Temple and Planned Parenthood and SPLC. The whole point of that is be very careful about what you're taking in in terms of news. Right. Okay? Right. If they've got an agenda on the back end, their agenda is coming forward on the front end. Right. Deal? All right. So, before we get into it, I would be remiss not to mention this. Where's the camera? There's the camera. Guys, you can pick up a book. Become Forged, written by yours truly, um, on the website, theselfevidentdude.com. Dude, y'all got to get one. He sold, what, everything everything Pretty he much had. It. This yeah. is the last I've got this is, right now. This is awesome. Like, this is such a great response from this book. Uh, it is Becoming Forged, Maximizing Masculinity. It's really one of those topics that um, when we started selling the book, I was like, dang, I, I wish I'd have done a, sh- a, a, a slideshow on it, you know yeah. what I mean, for the kids. But it just proved that this is obviously a hot button that men are looking for. Uh, so go ahead and pick up a copy. Go ahead. Hmm. Yeah, oh. I still don't have headphones. Sorry, go ahead uh, and, and pick up a copy of this, guys. You guys can go on to theselfevidenttruth.com, pick up this book, uh, get yourself a copy. Yeah. Um, he would sign it. He's just illiterate. So <laughs> <laughs> this was if, all program. It was all if, spoken into. If it's... I knew how to write my name, I would write it for he you. He would do what the guys used to do back in the day, just put an X yep. by a line. That, that's... that's me. That's me. So no, this is awesome, dude. This go, this is cool. Go to the website. Every dollar you spend on the book goes both to self-evident as well as me. So go support. That that's honestly, guys, why I have not been talking about the fact that it is on Amazon. Go to the selfevidenttruth.com. Get it there. Okay? Okay. Are we ready? Game on? Yeah. All right. Uh uh. What are we talking about? Guys, share this, share this video as well. I'm noticing this, the more interaction, the, the greater the algorithms. And I yes. I want to say this, man. I'm telling you, SoundCloud's blowing me out of the water. The 20-something countries we're in right now, Rumble, all this stuff, it's just, it's just awesome to watch. So just because Facebook isn't showing the numbers, there's other numbers that are showing it. So we're getting out there. I'm so grateful for the churches and the places we've been to. 
and the groups that we've been to, it's kicking butt right now. So, guys, continue to share this stuff. Um, we're about destroying the propagandas. We're also about encouraging and giving hope that we're not done yet. We're far from over. Um, God is moving. He will continue to move. And even when the, the the people say, well, we've never seen this before, that's just crap to me because it's like, guess what? We've never seen half the things that have happened, and God still somehow delivers us. So have the faith. Keep the faith. You serve the creator of the universe. You think he doesn't know what's going on down here? So make sure you guys are staying in prayer, stay in the word, mm -hmm. uh, get yourself fortified and start yep. thinking about the fight that you're involved in. We are in a war. And if you start thinking that it's over and it's just going to end one day because the savior of the universe is coming down to get us, which will happen one day, but we don't know when. So start thinking about the war that you're in and your part to fight in it. Right. Because it's time to do that. Amen. Which is why we're talking about today being refined. Refined. That's the whole point. So we talked last week. Uh, thank you, Easy. He's trying to solve several problems at once. So uh, we talked last podcast about prayer, fasting. You've got to be involved in becoming the change, right? So have you ever felt beat down? Have you ever felt raw? Have you felt like everything about you seems to be jumbled, shuffled, and shifted? Well, we've got a pill for you. Refinex. Take this hard-to-swallow pill and understand it's doing its <laughs> magic. <laughs> What the heck? What? When I'm writing these, I have to entertain myself, guys. <laughs> I do. <laughs> okay. So refining, it is not an easy pill to swallow. And I think sometimes we get into the period of refinement, that phase, and we think, oh, this is horrible. I've got to get out of this. Lord, something wrong is happening to me. So there's, there's, a season of pruning versus a season of growth. Right. And so he and I, we both feel like we're going through the refining right now. And I thought it was, it would be good for us to just kind of talk about going through that period. Cause it's not fun. It's not easy. There's a part of you that gets torn down in the middle of the refinement. Yeah. It feels raw. feels empty. feels alone. Feels like, dang, where the heck is the Lord in all this? What are we doing? Yeah, we're good. Uh, I think that the Lord is in on what we're doing. And I think there are times when you have to be alone to hear from the Lord. Yeah, There are times where God sets you apart, where nothing somebody says makes sense to you. When they try to encourage you, it's just like you're not picking it up. You're not picking up what they're putting down. You're not receiving it very well. And so in those moments, though, I think the Lord's showing us we can't get our, accol our accolades and our praise from men. We can't get our juice, if you will, from men. We got to get it from the Lord. And there are times when you're in quietness. And I just said this to my son. He came back from camp just lit. I mean, yeah. and he's not that kind of kid. He's not the kind of kid that's like, man, I'm lit. I got, I got another spark today. He was really transformed. He was really changed. God really worked on him there. And I said, buddy, but you got to keep this up even when it doesn't feel right. When it feels like he's not there. When it feels like I just don't, he I don't hear him. I feel distant. That's all the more reason you have to press in in prayer. That's all the more reason because it's like this morning you and I worked out with him, right? I was not in the mood. I walked into his house. We work out at his house now. I walked into his house. And I'm like, I hate you. I don't want to be here. But that's all the more reason to do it because right. it's like that's when you learn. Can I push past my, my, my flesh, myself, to do what? To refine me, yep. to make me better, to oh, lose, you know, right? That's good. But those moments of nobody understands me. I could be asleep right now. I could tell Mike, I'm just tired, bro. Like it's so right. But when does it ever change until I press through and break it? 
That's right. what refinement is. And a lot of times what ends up happening, and, and I'm going to skip a little bit in the Oh, you weren't going to talk notes. about my workout? Please don't. Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> we <Y'all>... were there. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it was good. He had good. to it scoop me day. off the ground and <laughs> forklift. It was, it was, it was a good crazy. day. And, and what's cool is his son comes along. And so his son gets to see – Hey, this is how you become a man. This is this is what you yeah, do, dude. the day in day out discipline of life. And we want to shirk that so many times. But I am going to uh, actually no. I was going to talk about pride and and pride is a resistance to that, but I'm going to talk about a father's love. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's I, do it. I just, think just go with it. What father doesn't discipline his children? Come on, dude. Think about it this way. Does Massey love his son more because he's like, "No, you're going to get up and you're going to go with me to go work out." Or yeah, whatever he he can just. And this sit, is out of Hebrews Cheetos. twelve, like the the, the exactly. scripture the scripture of uh, what father right disciplines his son, and we we don't look at an earthly father going, what's he doing? He does it because he loves his kid, right? And because he loves us, he will chasten us, he will discipline us, he will put us in a pattern, he if you will, he loves those whom he chastens. The Bible says in Revelations, right? He's uh, he says uh, uh, those who I love, I, I chasten. Therefore, be zealous and repent of what you're doing. Turn from your sins, right? So he loves us enough to chasten us, which is not a popular gospel. No. That's not a popular gospel because it offends you. You know, God is a father and father's discipline. So when you're talking about the father's love, put it in like to, to put it in the context of he does love me to discipline me. That's a father. That's a that's a dad that cares. Right? Right. And I am good. I was debating in my head. I was like, do I read all through Hebrews? But no, I'll do I it. just Go ahead. Do you want me no, to? No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I do think, just hear this, guys. Hear it and and close your eyes if you have to. If you're driving, don't. And and <laughs> take this in, okay? I'm starting Hebrews 12, 4 through 16. Come on now. You have not yet resisted to the Ooh. point of shedding blood in your striving against oh. sin. Think about that. How hard have you actually strived against sin? And you have forgotten the exhortation, which is addressed to you as sons. My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor faint when you are reproved by him. For those whom the Lord loves, he he disciplines, he chastens, and he scourges every son whom he receives. It is for discipline that you endure. God deals with you as with sons. For what son is there whom his father does not That's discipline? Right. That's right. But if you are without discipline, of which all have become partakers, you are bastards. Exactly. According to you, King James you Version. Are, yes, you are bastards, illegitimate children and sons. It's just our <laughs> excuse to say it. <laughs> Furthermore, we had earthly fathers to discipline us, earthly fathers to discipline us, and we respected them. Shall we not much rather be subject to the father of spirits and live? For they disciplined us for a short time as seemed best to them, but he disciplines us for our good. Come on, So dude. that we may Woo! share his holiness. Hey! Discipline to holiness. All discipline for the moment seems not to be joyful, but sorrowful. It sucks. Yet to those who have been trained by it afterwards, it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness. Yay! There. Good enough. Think about that. We get into the, the heat of the moment. We get into the, the furnace, the forge, and we go, this sucks. I don't like this. 
but it's our father that's disciplining us. I'm telling you, our kids do not like it when we discipline them. <laughs> far, you, fr far from it. Do yeah. your sons go like, Dad, I'm so glad yeah, I'm that so you're, stoked, you're, man. you're disciplining me at no, this moment. No, not at all. As a matter of fact, they never understand it. They think I'm being mean in that moment. Right. And then in that moment, I have to pull them to the side and explain to them why I'm doing this. And now they've learned when dad has to come down on something on like uh, to, 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 to discipline, it's because they've crossed a line that I've told them not to do. Right. Right. So it's, they know there's a line and with that line comes a consequence right now we quit spanking them pretty, a pretty decent amount yeah. ago. I have done it since, but it's like very rare, very rare uh, because I'm trying to teach them by a word. If they can't be, who was it? One of the founders that said it, I can't remember if it was Franklin or Rush. If you won't be ruled by a word, you'll be ruled by a bayonet. You know what I mean? Like, Oof. and so I think it was Franklin. He said, if you won't be ruled by a word, you'll be ruled by a bayonet. And so if we can't rule them by authority, as far as them understanding what an authority structure is, right, to respect that authority, then the bayonet will eventually rule mm -hmm. them, which is jail, which is consequence, which is death, suicide, drug use. They will be ruled by an external force is what right. I'm saying, right? And so if we don't realize that that's what the father is doing, we end up going back into work. So when we were teaching the Constitution course, I was saying someone brought this up. Where we, it, when the Constitution was being founded, remember, ha Hamilton was like, let's just go back to the monarchy. Right, right. And, it, and then someone said, isn't it crazy? Because a lot of Christians want to go back to the law. I'm like, dude. Good call. I know. It was such a perfect point. We're so good at turning around and saying it's easier for me to just follow the, the list. Go to church, do my prayer time, do my little quiet time, blah, blah, blah. There's like... It's easy to follow a regiment and a routine, but God will somehow break that up because in his spirit, he's disciplining you to a yeah. higher calling, to holiness, yes. to righteousness. And the Bible actually says that unless your righteousness exceeds, Jesus said this, exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees. And you can't tell me they weren't some of the most disciplined people on earth. They knew the Torah backward and forward, mm -hmm. bro. They memorized the scriptures. P Paul did, right, when he was Saul. So those disciplined men, he said, unless your righteousness exceeds that, you'll in no wise enter the kingdom of heaven, right? So I think God sometimes upends our free will by him interjecting himself to say, I'm showing you great and, great and mighty things you dare, you've never even seen before. Right. So my free will, he's looking to destroy me. I'm looking to put my free will <laughs> under God so I can be under his will, right? And the perfect segue of like, so what holds us back from refinement? So you start to go through a situation. You're like, I just, I just, you know what perks up? Your pride. And, and and pride comes back to this the centrality of holding us back from so much with the Lord because pride is that that first step in so many different ways, and so our pride keeps us from accepting what the pride. Lord is doing in our life. When the pain or turmoil hits, Truth. we've got an option, right? The pain turmoil hits, we've got an option. Do we humble ourselves? And go, okay, Lord, what's going on here? I want to learn this lesson, Lord. I'm listening. Come on, dude. Or we can put all the blame on someone else, on something else, rage against the conviction in our heart, close ourselves off a little bit more to what the Lord wants for us. It's pride that spikes up, right? It's pride that that gets in the way of us being able to be refined. Yes. I'm preaching myself just as much as preaching to anybody Seriously. else. Like when when that punch in the face comes, will you get to the humble point of, okay, Lord, what are you trying to show me here? Because pride will make you resistant to improvement. Come on. Pride will keep you in the same place. Dude. 
Dude, I just had a word for someone like this, and it's not mm. an indictment. It's actually a truth. We do this. We create a Jesus that is okay with mediocrity. We create a right. Jesus to suit our lifestyle. Right. <clears throat> because he would never push me to something that is just not his. Because, dude, if it's struggle, that doesn't mean it's the Lord. That's ridiculous. Now, I'm not saying it just for this one person. I've done it. You've done it. Mm -hmm. We've all done it. Matter of fact, you know what's so cool about him? He went through a two-month fasting of just, I'm putting things away. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do this. I'm going to do that. And in my heart, I'm like, I get that. And it actually forced me to fast because you and I just hang out. <laughs> but like, it forced me, and it wasn't just food. It was, I'm going to discipline myself unto holiness here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk this thing out with the Lord. And when you do that, you begin to see, do you really need these things now? They're, right. they're good. They're fun. It's, it's cool. But like, you don't need these things to ease your life. I'm looking to refine my life, right? right. That's why you got to pick up a book. <laughs> Becoming Forge, Maximizing Masculinity. Order yours on theselfevidenttruth.com today. I'll put the money in your pocket later. Thank you. Shoot, yeah, dog. That was a good segue, <laughs> That was man. good. Dang. That was, that was uh, uh, Ben Shapiro, Michael Knowles style. <laughs> Just slide it right in there. No, he's, he's absolutely right. Like... You'll find when you go through these refinements, when you go through the, the burning off of the dross, yes. I love that term because it's so visual. But when you go through the burning off of the dross, you realize these things that used to be so important to me are right. not as important anymore. And that's even parts of our personalities. Our, yes. our, our own insecurities get burned off. And it's like, I honestly didn't need that. Because so often what happens is pride convinces you that this part of you or this section of you is vital what it's really doing is protecting you from refinement. So if you you detach your pride, you you approach it with humility, you go, okay, this part, I get it, Lord. I see what you're doing with this part of me. 100%. If you can let go of that, we always talk about letting it go to the Lord, but I think we try to do that in our pride. And Truth. I'm, I'm just talking off Bro, the cuff right now. Call like, it. I think we do that in our, here you go, Lord. This is for you. I give it to you. When in reality, what we're doing is our pride is saying, yeah, here you go, Lord. It's totally there. I'm actually not going to let go of it because you're not feeling the pain of letting go of it. You're not feeling the truth of letting go of it. You're Bingo. not yeah. wrestling with the, this has deep roots in me and I've got to yep. humbly recognize these roots need to be pulled Pre out. Preach. If you imagine roots are wrapped around your heart, do you think that's going to feel good when it gets pulled off? Or is that going to, tear it's going to pull it's going to hurt but it's important it's vital why because god is the one who's going to heal you in a better way than what it was before yeah dude and pride creates excuses like pastor todd's preached this before at church right yeah if it's a lie then disregard it what does it right. matter what the men's men or women say about you however if it's the truth then receive it and take it and repent of what is wrong Pride will tell you, no, don't attack me. That's not what I'm doing, right? But in reality, you know it is. Someone just exposed your care. Someone just exposed where you where you were. You actually wrote in here uh, uh, the, about pride. It spikes up against refining. Why? Because our ego is at stake. Oof. Sometimes our ego plays a huge part in having pride because we want to put up an image that we've created, a God to suit our sin, mm -hmm. the way people view us. So when someone attacks and goes, you know what? I'm seeing past your little trip here because i love you this is what's going on in you bubs you need to clean it up and dude i have this from people all the time we all the time right so, here this is one of them 
Todd's one of them. Like yeah. when they come at me, it's a good thing. Like they're saying, we care about you, kiddo. Stop it. You need to move forward, right? So uh, he and I just did that to each other. Like a couple of days ago, we called something out in each other. And I, I, I don't know about him, but I know my pride was struggling with it for a couple of days. I don't have pride. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm perfect. But then as soon as I remove the pride, it's like I, I see where I see that. Same. I see that. Same. I see that. Right? Remember I said that I was like, oh, I, I get I can see. OK, cool. right. Right. Now we had a little we had a little disagreement about it. It was really it was really cool to brotherhood. It was brotherhood, (laughs) but it's like, okay, cool. And then we both agreed, okay, let's fix it. Let's Mm -hmm. move on. We got things to do. We don't go to I'm just not gonna talk to him and he's just gonna sit on that side of the church. I'm gonna go sit over here on this side of the church. We're just not (laughs) gonna see each other. I'm gonna I can't even believe they said that to me. Oh my gosh. And I'm gonna go tell my friends about it on Facebook that they just like said something to me. Oh my gosh. This is so ridiculous. You guys right? do sit on opposite sides of the church. Well, actually, we do. We, yeah, you <laughs> he do. just call us out. <laughs> there is a reason. He's got kids. That's yeah. where the kids are. Right. They did you notice they moved the cry room, and so we moved with the cry room. Yeah, that's really what happened. <laughs> you move the cry room back, we'll be back over on that side. So, no, he's. You're absolutely right. right. So often, what happens is. I got hurt in something. My pride spikes up. And now for the next 10 years, I'm going to tell myself I'm okay with it. And others. Yet, yet half of my Facebook posts are veiled shots at those who I'm bitter with. If you notice that it keeps coming up for you, it's probably a wound. Truth. Your Truth. pride is not Come allowing on, the wound to heal. And dude, pride will get you to hear things that don't exist. Thank you. Pride will get you to hear things that didn't even happen. Thank you. This is what's weird is that all of a sudden, and I've said this a hundred times, I'll keep preaching this till I'm blue in the face. If you're the kind of person that's like, well, what if? So all of a sudden you get a thought. Then all of a sudden it starts to build in your head. All of a sudden the scenario is so great that all of a sudden now they just want to, everyone's against you, right? Everyone, uh, for some reason, they've just been against me. You have now entered into demonic levels. You, you've entered into doing into a demonic realm you have now listened to your flesh instead of doing what matthew 18 says and going and talking to that person and confronting them and saying hey what's up right because all you've done is create division in your mind and heart first and now you're going to be divided because you won't yeah. confront it yourself you know why because you won't confront yourself Ooh. if you can't confront yourself and look at yourself in the perfect law of liberty the, the mirror that it talks about in james you can't do it with other people and you will sit your whole life on the sidelines wondering why people are against you. And they weren't. They were actually for your good. Now, there's going to be jerks out there. There's no question. I've had them in my life. But I look at that and I go, what could I learn from those jerks? What could I learn from people like that? They didn't have the right heart. That's totally fine. That's not up for me to decide. That's for God to sift through. My job is to say, okay, what is truth? What is not? What does Bible say? What is not? What's my cross? What isn't my cross? And if you can determine that, you guys, we're going to be so free in our churches. Mm-hmm. We can actually, the spirit of God can flow because we have truth in us now. It's such an important point. Pride will keep the spirit from flowing. Ooh. And I, I bet there's people who are like, no, that's not true. Yes, it is. Pride will keep the spirit from flowing. Why? Because pride will stop you from being able to accept the spirit dude, flowing. Come on, preach, dude. And so we're going to go through like, okay, how do you handle refinement? How do you handle the burning off of the dross? This first step is so important. Recognize it's happening. 
when you're like the world's against me and everything's coming down on me and I yeah. just feel so unstable. God has this giant God, flush button yeah. above. I used to say this. Remember, I used to tell you this. Yeah. When and, you moved and to my I know house, the feeling. <laughs> remember, you used to come to my house when you lived at my house and yeah. I lived at yours. We used to say this to each other. It's like God just has this giant flush button over our heads because mm -hmm. that's the God of heaven. That's what he <laughs> desires to do is crap on you. You know, right. what the heck, you know? And that's, that's so literally, dude, that mindset is so victim mentality, right? Yes. If you don't break through it, you will live like this the rest of your life, and you'll make excuses as to why you couldn't overcome. Amen. And sorry, dudes, but the cowards won't inherit the kingdom of God. You want to be a coward? Do it. That's on you. But you can't say the Spirit of God allowed you to be that. You create a God to suit yourself. And, I'm, I'm on this trip about no, idolatry, I'm, I'm with you, I really dude. am. Because a, a coward is actually a prideful man. Say that again. A coward I never is actually a prideful man. Like you, you just Break that made that connection for me. So think about it. When you're a coward, your pride is saying, I, I'm, I'm not going to deal with that. I can't do it. I got to run the other way. I can't do this. To protect yourself, protect in quotes, your coward action is a result of your pride. We tend to think a pride person will just run over everybody and they're going to do their thing and they're aggressive and all of that. Yeah, that happens. But also the coward is too prideful to actually deal with himself. A humble man gains confidence. But I, I'm on this bent Ooh. of the Lord is so much of what we see is opposite of what the Lord is. When you humble yourself before the Lord, you realize you're relying on him. Your faith Ooh. is in him. You're following him. He's the one strengthening you. Your humility actually strengthens you in the Lord, which means you can be more confident and go out. It's the coward who goes, no, I'm not doing that with the Lord. I'm not going this way. Lord, I'm not going to allow that to happen because you're afraid. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Gloria, Gloria asked a question. Can pride come from a religious spirit? Hmm. I think the opposite. I think pride creates a religious spirit. I like that answer. I think pride I allows like a religious spirit to come in. I think because the Bible says in James that you're drawn away of your own lust and enticed. And therefore, when lust has conceived, it, so when lust has conceived, mm -hmm. we have to meditate on that to put God away, right? And <clears throat> then pride, when pride enters in or lust or whatever, because lust isn't just sexual. It's it's a gratification. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a thing. Right. But then that opens the door to me for a religious spirit where we're just pointing out evil. Look at the book of um, Revelation chapter two, when he's talking to the Ephesus, dude, just go there for a second. Like he, he said, you guys have hated evil. You weren't for the Nicolaitans. Like I wasn't, you, you, you went after evil. You made sure people weren't sinning. You made sure all these things, you did everything right. Good for you. Religious spirit. You did it, but you forgot me in the process. Yeah. You left your first love. That's, so I think pride, I like right? No, finish your point. I, I think pride has that where it's like it creates that to me. Yeah, it almost opens the door to a religious spirit. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I think they intertwine. I think there's there's a, a play back and forth, right? Because you could be zealous for the things of God, but as you become more zealous, your pride inflames because look how good I'm doing. Look what it, the Pharisees are a perfect example. They they had a love for God. Oof. But because of their pride, because pride got involved, because they weren't humbling themselves before the Lord, at some point, they went off the pathway and they were going their own route, right? And all of it became, it's about me. I need to do this. That's the legalist spirit is like, what are you doing? Dude, you know? I mean, just, just read this. And this is from the New Living Translation. 
I have seen your hard work and your patient endurance. I know you don't tolerate evil people, God is saying to them. You've examined the claims of those who say they're apostles, but they're not. You've discovered they're liars. You've patiently suffered for me without quitting. You've done everything I've asked you to do, except love me. And what does he say to the prophets in the Old Testament? I'm tired of your sacrifices. I just want you to love me, and I'll tell you what to sacrifice, because mm -hmm. we love the law. You know what I mean? We love rules. Rules make us easy to follow. But then we're the first ones to say, don't put those rules on me. <laughs> right? I don't want to hear that from church. But <laughs> doggone it, man. You are there at your 1110. I hate that. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is pastor's confessions, right? Here it is. For being vulnerable. Church starts at 11 o'clock every Sunday. And sure enough, like there are, there are people that come at 1115. I'm like, all right, well, do your thing, right? Pet peeve, right? But I look at this and I go, they, people tick off the box, right? And we say we don't want to be put in a box, but you put yourself in a box by being oh, that religious good. or being prideful. You put yourself in this category and God is allowed in your life instead of you allowing God to move. You, 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 you make him just this little piece of your life instead of your whole life, Amen. right? And then that's where, that's where I think that religious spirit comes in. We only allow him in so much. And then the reason I think the religious spirit is a perverse so what it does is it says, well, I am godly and Christian, but then I pervert what I've heard because I won't fully get the revelation because of pride. I will stop that revelation at a certain point, and then I pervert that part. Oh, God, I pervert that part of the spirit, and then I transmute that, which is religious. Yes, and it becomes a delusion. Oh, come on. It becomes a delusion. Gloria said, Pharisees did not know the character of God. Right, because <clears throat> you, you focus in on the how does this improve me? How does this do for me? How do I become more righteous? That kind of thing, which is a fine vein because at the same time, humility can go, Lord, I want to be more like you want me to be. But they lost the character of God. They weren't paying attention to the character of God. So when Christ shows up on the scene, they have no clue what to expect because they've been so warped in their own mind of how things should look or things should be. And they actually look over the prophecies about Christ as well. That doesn't count right here. That doesn't count right there. That's not counting right there. Word. You notice when we're prideful, we'll push away the evidence in order we to will. keep our narrative. <sighs> to keep up our identity, oh. a false identity that we create. This is real time, guys. This honestly. is like <laughs> none of this is in the notes, but no. this is so good. Dude, we who hasn't done that where we keep our own veil of ourselves, this stupid image, right? And, and it's so funny because when you hold yourself in God's light, bro, you can't hide nothing from the just and holy one. Right. You can't. This isn't a hellfire and brimstone message. This is a I love God and I want to be like him message. I want to be like Jesus, bro. When I stand before God and he puts that veil in front of me or when he puts that mirror in front of me, I want him to say, look, you look just like Jesus. Mm -hmm. You've submitted to Christ. You weren't perfect. No, but I've perfected you in the way. Like, bro, wake up, right? This isn't about you. Life was never about you and I. This was about the future, our kids, salvations. And, it, and Todd talked about it on Sunday. He said to them, because people say the last thing he said was going to all the world. Right. no. Wait till the spirit comes, then you're going to move. Ooh, come on. It's like when the spirit of God comes upon you, all you want to do is honor him. Now, to some that looks like works, it's to the prideful that it looks like works because you don't do the works. Because you don't do what he's called you to do. So to you, it's like, that's just, they're just doing it for themselves and their, their ministry. And that's, they just want to promote that. It's like, whatever, bro. But you sit the sidelines, right? And when the fruit is there, you're going to come and pick it. And we're not going to judge you for it.
because that's not what Christians do. But you'll never partake in the fruit yourself. You'll never tend your own field or build your own field. What that is, sucks. What does it say? The kingdom of heaven is like a a mustard tree that grows and Oof. then the birds of the air roost in it? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> Whoo. So dang, we got to kind of wrap. Yeah, we do, man. I know. Of course. Part two. Ah, so first off, you have to recognize you're in refinement. If you are going through it right now, humbly stop and go, Lord, what's going on here? Am I going through a period of refinement? Second, you're going to say, are you going through puberty? Are you going through puberty? (laughs) It's, it's faithful puberty. Yeah. Spirit spirit of puberty, spiritual puberty. Spiritual. Is that even a thing? Uh, probably not. Oof. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. So second, once you've recognized this might be refinement, your next step is to receive it with humility and go, okay, Lord, where are you trying to discipline me? Where are you trying to grow me? And lean in on the Lord. Don't push away. Don't get mad at him. Don't blame him. We all do it. Receive it and go, okay, Lord, I'm going to lean into you. I'm going to trust you on this. This hurts right here but I got to trust you that you're doing something in me. And then third, as you're leaning into him, all the more prayer time, fasting, seeking his face, diving into scripture, lean in actively. I think we get this idea and we've talked about this before that you're just along for the ride in your spiritual development because we're told so often, God's going to do it. You can do nothing of yourself. God's going to, transform you he's doing the work in you that's all true but the bible is one massive collection of people either making choices to go along with that or go against it truth that's really what the bible boils down to and guess what when you go along with it god's testimony gets glorified 100 100 you have a role to play when you humble yourself because pride is saying i'm not going to make that choice lord i'm not going the way you want me to pride leads to destruction humility is the choice of going lord i don't understand this but i'm going to lean on you and i'm going to make the choice i'm going to what's that word obey (laughs) it's dangerous that word hurts it hurts i'm going to obey you lord and so maybe it's time to obey and and seek his face abide in him follow along with what he wants you to do to improve yourself so i'm i'm I'm, I'm rounded out. I don't know. I'm blown, man. I, I'm I don't know what to say right now. Right. It's like heavy. This is good. This I did not expect this one to turn out this way. And that's man, that's okay it, with yeah, us. Yeah, that's it's ten times better than I thought. Uh <laughs> Gloria, please do part two of this message. Oh my god. I think we can. We can, yeah. I think fine. we can. I think this is a series. I mean, we call this independence. Sorry. We call this <laughs> independence month. Right. I'm over here leaning back. You know, it's just it's like I'm like, in my car in the '90s. You know, lean back. We need right? clips so we can just. Anyway, yeah, but <laughs> we talked about this being Independence Month, and this is setting people free. Like it's setting us free. Just talking about it. Absolutely. Like we, you have to know, like when you're preaching, you preach to yourself first. Most once you receive it, understanding. Even when I preach it, I get revelation as I'm preaching it because it's like there's just more stuff, right? Same thing here. Like as you start talking, preaching, giving to people, it's like more revelation comes. And so this was good, man. I appreciate yeah, he, he this put this good. all together. It was so good. Guys, again, <laughs> <laughs> got to get a book. Get one. The selfevidenttruth.com. Go to resource, go to shop resources, grab yourself a book, leave a review. 
please leave a review. Let other people know how you feel about it. You hate it? Go for it. I will humbly accept your review, and then I'll clap back online because that's how we all do it. He's a keyboard warrior. Yeah, I am. I, I fight on the, the fields of the internet. I will not back down. Anyways, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Man, we got a great response on this one. That's awesome. I know. That's cool. Yeah, Praise God. I, I, like, I like this. I like this. I like it too. I like it live. <laughs> I do too. It's it's much more interactive. We're done recording on Mondays. We're just going to go live, guys. I like it. I like it. All right. We love you all. Can't wait to see you on Friday. You all have a great Friday. week. Friday. You all have a great week. Love y'all. Bye. Have a great day. Bye.